Hello everyone, this is George Mapp with the Carolina Tar Wheels. Today I'm at New Bern, North Carolina for the Bike MS event. And I've got Danny Clayton here who is organizing the event. And Danny, you've been with MS Society for a number of years, right? Just had my one year anniversary, one, actually. Oh, okay, yes, okay. but there are members of my team who have been here for four, five, six years. There's five of us who kind of hold different pieces of the puzzle that put Newburn together now. So it's really fun to all work together on different aspects of the event, make sure we're focused and that our communication's really good and strong and that our relationships are really strong with all of our participants, our sponsors, um, everyone. So So this event brings together people from all over uh, eastern and central North Carolina. We have people from 22 different states riding with us this weekend. So how many riders will there be? So when we closed online registration on Wednesday night, we were at 1,855. So we typically have around 50 to 60 walk-ons. So we're hoping to have the same this year. And so hopefully we'll go over 1,900. We have 131 teams participating, including a team the first time ever. Our team CBC has 216 team members. It's the largest team we've ever had. So they will get the big wheel. So uh, this, they this they year, will right? be awarded the big wheel this year on Saturday night for the like third or fourth year in a row. <laughs> uh, so. This is a benefit, of course, for the MS Society, Mm -hmm. and can you tell us a little bit about the MS Society and what they do in eastern North Carolina? Yes, so we, our chapter has recently expanded to cover all of the Carolinas, so we're the Greater Carolinas chapter now. We cover both north and south. We serve approximately 18,000 clients um, or constituents, people living with MS in the Carolinas through different um, services and programs that we offer. Um, We also focus largely on funding research. Um, You know, there's been a lot of new treatments that have come on the market in the last 20 years, specifically in the last 10, for relapsing and remitting MS. But one of our big focuses right now is finding a treatment for the most aggressive form of MS, which is known as primary progressive. And unfortunately, right now, despite all the advances, there's still not a treatment for that form of MS. However, there's several new drugs that are in the later phases of clinical trials that are showing lots of promise. So we are very excited and hopeful that that will be something soon, which would be a huge accomplishment. And we just, we're about to surpass the $1 billion mark in in, uh, research funding. For the calendar year, we typically, the last several years, have been right around $50 million in investments. So we've really kind of, over the last decade, upped our ante in how much money we're funding in research. So this particular bike event is one of many. You have a lot of smaller events. We interviewed Brandy Tuttle for Years and Cheers Mm -hmm. back in May when they had that. Absolutely. There are several other MS-sponsored rides leading up to this, right? Yeah, so they're actually, they're all third party, so they're fantastic. So people, awesome people like Brandy run those events, and then the benefits of them come to us directly. We don't actually assist in the logistics or anything of that point, so it's all 
all volunteer-driven. There's a couple events put on by Precision Race, one of our big sponsors that we get the benefits and proceeds from. There's the Firecracker Ride in July that John Adams and his crew puts on that gave us $13,000 this year. And then in addition to, to Newburn, the official Bike MS ride, we have two others that our chapter now puts on, at the, now that we're one big chapter covering North and South Carolina. So next weekend we have the Tour to Tanglewood, which is in Clemens, North Carolina, and the Winston-Salem. And then we have Breakaway to the Beach, which is October 8th and 9th in Sunset Beach, North Carolina, which is right on the border of North and South well, it must be a challenge to coordinate these from Raleigh. We have offices in, in Greensboro and Charlotte as well. But yes, given where our locations, that's helpful for our Tanglewood ride that's in the heart of the Triad area. We have an office right there in Greensboro. But yes, for New Bern, you know, we're a two-hour drive away. And then for Sunset Beach, just from Raleigh, we're three hours. So that one is the farthest that we have from any of our offices. But it is a challenge, but it just means we get to make great trips to these communities every now and then and that we lean heavily on all of our dedicated and awesome local volunteers. So we have planning committees in the, the cities for all of our, our rides take place. And so we meet with them on a monthly basis and they help us with a lot of the logistics and planning of the event because they're here on the ground for us every day. And I guess it helps that an event like this has taken place for, what, 30 years now? So 28. 28 This years. is the 28th, and it's the 15th year here in New Bern in this format. Yes. So it's nice that you have a lot of volunteers that come back year after year. Mm-hmm. As someone and, who's had a eight-plus-year career in nonprofit organizations focused on endurance events like a bike MS, I've never seen a more committed or dedicated loyal group of volunteers. I mean, it gives me goosebumps. It's just astounding how long some of these people have been involved, how committed they are. It's, it's special. I know one of the things, the health and safety of all these bikers out on the yes. streets here. On, we've got a hot weekend. The, the good thing I keep thinking about is people have been riding in these temperatures, for the most part, preparing all summer. And we sent out an email yesterday about safety and about the weather and trying to urge folks to not only take advantage of all the rest stops, because like you said, we do have them every 10 to 15 miles, but also to consider adding extra cages to their bike, to make sure they have extra water bottles on hand, you know, really filling it up, drinking, paying attention to that, because it will be an issue, um, I'm sure, for some and hopefully everyone can just do what's best for them and we'll be on the lookout for anyone who looks like they're having any sign of heat exhaustion. There's three MS Society staff, including myself, our chapter president, and our vice president of development who will be on route as route directors all day long, circling around with our hams, making sure that people are okay, you know, just keeping a watch on what's going on out there. So are you a biker yourself? So this is what I must admit. I'm more of a runner. I have a two-year-old, and it's a little harder for me to spend a ton of time out on the road on my bike, but I definitely am the one who loves to go out for greenway rides. That's my favorite thing. I have a hybrid. I'm no road biker by any means, but I'm learning a lot more about the sport, and it's definitely something I enjoy. So, yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Danny, for taking your time out of your busy schedule today to talk with us. Of course. Thank you so much for having us, and thank you for being here and supporting Bike MS. We just 
love this ride and we love all the people and we look forward to it every year. I'm with Linda Staunch now. If this podcast was for an Eastern Carolina audience, she would require no introduction. She's had a TV show around town for 15 years and you had your own public relations company. You've been on the board of just about every organization I can think of in Eastern North Carolina, as well as now North Carolina Community Foundation. You're the chairman of the board, right, for that. For this event, you are organizing the volunteers, is that right? Actually, I've been involved with Bike MS for about 12 years now, and I am the local coordinator of the event. The people from Raleigh who work with the, Nash- with the Eastern North Carolina MS Society have been coming down for a long time, and some of them have turned over different, different names, different faces, all good, but they came to Newburn some years ago and said, you know, we're bringing this wonderful event to Newburn, and Newburn's been helpful, but we want this to be a Newburn event. We want the people of Newburn, the city of Newburn, to embrace it and say, it's ours. We're working it together, and we need somebody local to help make that happen. And so I immediately organized a local committee that we meet monthly. Uh, we plan and evaluate We figure out all the ways that we can make it better every year. It's incredible to me, but every single year our goals go up and higher, and every single year we meet those goals and sometimes surpass them. So we are now up to about 2,000 cyclists, more than 500 volunteers, people who are riding for the first time in their lives and are getting excited about it and energized about it. And this particular event is the 16th largest MS cycling event in all of the country. And we know it's the best one in the eastern part of the country. So we're excited. Newburn loves it. Newburn loves bike. Newburn loves what it's all about. We like the mission. We like the exercise and the health aspect. And we love to show off. (laughs) Well, you do a nice job. I've I've been here for about 10 years now, and the logistics have always been very nice here at uh, Newburn. We have so many of the same people that come back year after year because they love the event. Our rest stops are sponsored. It can be pretty boring sometimes if you're riding along without a break, and so we encourage the people who sponsor the rest stops to Make it interesting, not only hand out water and supplies, but make it fun and interesting. And we're getting more of that. We're getting more people that cheer the riders, the cyclists along the way. We're trying very hard not to let the people in their cars say, oh my goodness, here are bikers coming through, here are cyclists coming through, but to be excited about the fact that this is a great event and good for Newburn. We think that we are really generating a new culture of cyclists in and around the Newburn area in the eastern region of the state. I'm seeing more and more people that are local who are riding. We're seeing a few bike paths crop up all along the way, and we think that in working with our city council, our commissioners, our mayor, that they're beginning to recognize that bike and pedestrian paths are essential to a good community the size that Newburn is. So a lot of good things are coming from it. I think people really like to come to Newburn for several reasons. They like the town. They like the friendliness, the welcoming atmosphere. They probably like it because it's flat. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's <laughs> and what I have heard also is that it's a real thrill to go across those bridges 
that are protected by all the Newbern Police Department and Highway Patrol and know that you can see everything and be safe. You're reading my mind. That's one of the nicest things about this ride is when you first start out, both of the bridges, you cross two bridges, the old bridge and then the new bridge, and, and both of them give you a nice view of the whole town. We know that the water here in Newbern, our two rivers and our bridges are real attractions, and as an aside, you'd be surprised at the number of people that we ask how did you find Newburn to come and relocate here? How did you find Newburn to make this your place you want to live or work? And they'll say, we rode across the bridge and decided we'd take a closer look and came and settled here. So Absolutely. we know that that has some appeal and we'd like to capitalize on that. And that's an important part of the economy here, right? People who come to retire here and maybe buy a place on the water, maybe they have a boat. It's a real important part. I mean, we know that, that we are eastern North Carolina. We're not a metropolis. We aren't trying to be that. We're trying to be the best small city that we can possibly be. We've got so much to offer here with our rivers, with our history. You know we're the second oldest town in North Carolina, right. and, and we was the, the colonial capital and the first capital of North Carolina. Right. So I go up to Raleigh all the time and say, when are y'all moving back to New Bern? <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't get much response to that, but nonetheless. It's prettier here. <laughs> it, it is. And we've got that great Swiss connection. We right. are the daughter city of Bern, Switzerland, so we are the New Bern and we capitalize on that. We find we have a lot of Swiss visitors, as a matter of fact, and, really? and a lot of bears around town, too. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about Newburn that I love is the people and the spirit of cooperation. We know we've got a special thing here with this event and others, and we want to keep it and make it better and better. Thank you so much. Well, good luck to you on your ride tomorrow. I hope it's a great ride. It's going to be a pretty day. So I'm with Barb McGarry. She's our team captain for Team GSK, and we've just ridden today, and we both did 75 uh, today, Barb. You normally do more like 100 most years. It was a hot day. It was a very hot day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been riding since 1995 when I joined Burroughs Welcome. I came into work one day uh, with a brochure because my aunt had MS, and I, and I wanted to raise money, and I convinced a coworker. She's not talking to me anymore. <laughs> I don't think she trained very well. I mean, it takes a commitment. You have to train. It takes a commitment to have a team. You have to communicate to the team. It's a lot of work, but it's such a good cause, and it's such a good ride. You know, I, I tell everybody, if you're going to ride a century, this is the ride to do. If you're going to ride 100 miles, it's the best supported ride that you could possibly be on. The rest stops are outstanding. The SAG vehicles are always around. If you have issues, there's a first aid person at every rest stop. It's a fantastic ride, great cause. They have a very low overhead, so all the money goes to research or to local people who may need help getting in and out of their house suddenly. You know, they may need a ramp built. That's one of the things that kind of sticks with me is like, you, you buy a house, and you never really think you're going to need a ramp. Right. You know, so you have, like, four stairs to get out of your garage and into your house, or you have stairs to get to your bedroom or things like that. So the MS Society is fantastic that way. They do a lot of support for the families, for patients, children of people with MS, and, and so forth. They sure do. 
One thing I've noticed is that on the rides that we've done together, you're a very strong rider. You're out front leading groups. You, you often do a century. And how do you keep in such good shape? Well, yeah, this year I haven't really. <laughs> slipping a little. I'm slipping a little in my old age. But, yeah, usually I ride at least once a week during the week. And then I'll ride to work sometimes, which I know you do as well, right. which is just good all around for everybody. It's one less car on the road and good for your, your health, too. And then usually a couple of rides on the weekend. And, and that's enough, really. As long as you're building your distance slowly, you can do this. If you're in your 50s or 60s, heck, there's someone here in their 80s I heard about tonight yeah. who was riding. And certainly I know someone in their 70s who, who can drop me. So, you yeah. know, it's a fantastic sport to be involved with. You don't have that damage. You know, I run occasionally, too, and the, so you don't get the Yeah, I was going to ask you issues. what you did in the off-season. You run in the off-season? I'll run a little bit. I have another favorite charity that does a, a run, and that's the extent of my running. Okay. <laughs> so you don't do triathlons? I've, I've done one sprint triathlon, which I really enjoyed, and I said I was going to go back and do it, and I haven't done it yet, so it's a little <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> But it's, it's been some time since I did that. That was about three, four years ago. Well, Barb, thank you so much yeah. for uh, talking to us today, and hopefully we'll have a nice ride tomorrow. Yeah, I hope so. I hope it's a little less hot. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, a little clouds. Cover would be nice. So this is my friend Mel from the Eastern Shore of Virginia originally, and I was a Marine in the Marine Corps. Yes. And you're living now in eastern North Carolina. Yep. in a little village called Epworth. It's a Mennonite community, which, you ever heard of Yoder's Restaurant, Farm, Feed Supply? Yeah, yeah. It's a great community, and I volunteer for the MS ride every year. Worked at rest stop number seven today. And the energy was so intense. The people were just, even though they've been riding for 10, 11 miles, they're tired, but they're so upbeat, it's unreal. Yeah, it's a friendly bunch. Yes. How many years have you done it? Oh, I bet, I don't know, 10 or 12. Yeah. A friend of mine has been riding for 25 years, this ride. It used to be you rode from Raleigh to Emerald Isle, and then they bust you back. It wasn't a loop. He's been, He's 80 years old. Is he still riding? Yes, he rode this year, 50 miles. He's a good man. <laughs> yeah, he's in good shape. Was he in the Marine Corps as well? No, no. Okay. He's a retired preacher. Okay. I call him Preacher Tom. Tom Tunstall is his name. He lives in Gardnerville, North Carolina. Okay. Real good man. So tomorrow, I guess you'll be at the lunch stop tomorrow? Yes, rest stop number four out in Rivertown, Rivertown. out in Oriental. Never been there. I it's love a to yacht club. I wish I could handle 75 miles <laughs> tomorrow. I would definitely well, you're welcome to ride out there. You know, after you finish your ride, just ride out there, take a look around. I got lost the first time I was there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the first time they assigned me to the rest stop number four, I was, I got lost. Well, does it remind you of the Eastern Shore at all? Yes, it does you? tremendously, like the Eastern Shore of Virginia. It's right on the intercoastal waterway, I guess. Yes. Uh, yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, which yep. we, we're sort of part of that as well. Yep. Yeah. Well, thanks, Mel. For, All right. Uh, Thank you. 
Wayne Wood here. Wayne Wood is one of my teammates, and we rode together today. It was a brutally hot day. Quite warm, especially after lunch. You could really feel the heat searing up off the pavement on us. And additionally, the, the winds kicked up with the convection as the day progresses. So, Some years my goal is to ride 100 the first day, but I've... Over the years, I've established uh, weather criteria, whether that's a go or no-go. And with the heat at 90 or above, then I limit it to 75. So how many years have you been uh, doing this event? Oh, my. Many, many. (laughs) Actually, this was my uh, 27th year. One popular aspect of the area for riding is the terrain. So it's quite flat. The steepest hill today being the ramp up to the bridge (laughs) to cross the river. It's quite an impressive view, and, well, it's just a really wide river. You think it's more than a river, but we're approaching the mouth of the noose. Right. But that's quite a long bridge we crossed early this morning. And occasionally we'll cross a smaller body of water. I know towards the end of the ride we crossed a little river somewhere, and it was very scenic. It was so wild. We were out in the country and there was woods around. And right, and I, and I also noticed uh, some areas looked quite swampy. There were areas where uh, it looked like a forest, but I noticed all the trees were, were standing in water. Like cypress trees, maybe. Mm-hmm. But the, the ride, of course, is a big fundraising event for multiple sclerosis. It's heartening to see even some people with the disease are, are actually riding, and so my, my hat's off to them. I might have thought I had a hard day riding, but I probably can't fathom how, how hard it might be for others. A, a future event, there's a, a cross-state ride or mountains-to-the-coast ride, right. so some years... I've used this event to train up for the longer event, which is a week-long ride, and we typically ride 50 to 70 miles a day. And then I uh, get to camp at night. We begin riding on Sunday, and if you're able to ride the entire route, you finish up the following Saturday on the coast. And typically leaving from one of the the mountain towns or communities. You only have one or two days of really strenuous, hilly terrain. And then considering the amount of training you've done, the legs are pretty fresh those days. So fortunately, by the the last days of that week, your legs have grown weary, but the terrain has grown flat. So (laughs) if it's not windy, it, it helps make it manageable. Wayne, uh, thank you so much for taking time out to chat with us. Oh, I'm uh, glad to do it. And I just encourage those listening who have not ridden the MS ride, give it consideration. It's for a very good cause. This is Martin Boyle. He's another teammate. and Actually, he's a co-captain with Barb McGarry. I talked to Barb earlier today, so she told us a little bit about the team and that you lead our training ride, carry right? Uh, uh, Apex, on the Apex. bicycle chain off of uh, Jenks Road in Apex, Wednesday nights. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm new to the co-captain this year, and Barb has continued with the lion's share of the work, but through the course of the year, uh, I think I've seen enough. 
in watching and getting acclimated and, and doing some of the ride lead stuff that I will take a, a bigger role on next year. In particular, one of my objectives to help grow the GSK team. So you also ride with Team CBC, I so, do also. right? I suspect most folks in the Triangle area ride with more than one group. And when I first moved to Chapel Hill five years ago, the first couple of folks I met actually were either on Team GSK or on uh, uh, CBC, so they were two very uh, natural groups to, to spend time with, and I like the uh, range of, of rides that you can pick up on a Sunday through through CBC, and the uh, beverages afterwards don't, don't hurt either. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been in this area for, what, five years? Just hit uh, five years. Five yeah. years, and you were in Atlanta before that, right? Yep, and I'll tell you that this part of North Carolina is much more aligned to supporting cycling on the roads and I know we all have different points of challenges with cyclists and traffic but compared to Atlanta the bike lanes the just the cultural perspective of folks really ride and the share of the road signs and they're just more in tune with it. So at, at some point you became an avid cyclist even though maybe you didn't do it as much when you were living in Atlanta right? I lived in Atlanta just before the Olympics. I think that George ended up being about 16 years before coming here and about 10 years before that Philadelphia. So I did a lot of cycling in Philadelphia, which also sounds maybe uh, that are there a lot of opportunities in Philadelphia. But there are some pretty good suburban and rural parts west and north of Philadelphia and some pretty good cycling teams, uh, groups there. In fact, even more so than Atlanta. So 10 years earlier in Philadelphia, there were more cycling teams and teams that would start from the art museum on Saturday mornings and ride over one of the bridges into New Jersey. And so started more earnestly, probably 20, what was, what was the math now? About, <laughs> about 30 years ago in, in Philadelphia. And I was also just a little bit before children and carried it forward as much as I could with the kids and then into, yeah, Atlanta was probably a little bit of a, I started to do a little more running in Atlanta. And then the cycling was easy once we got into North, oh, so I wonder how you kept it in shape. Do you run, uh, do you do triathlons I at do all? Uh, triathlons. I, I've uh, been known to do a marathon or two. Tri- anything I can do to stay uh, physically young. Yeah. Keep ahead of the bill collectors. That's just, well, that's, yeah. yeah that's, Hard to uh, catch. important yeah. to do that. Yeah. Well, thanks, Martin, for uh, chatting with us. And uh, hopefully we'll have a nice day tomorrow to ride. We're looking forward to uh, putting some more miles in and pulling through some more funds for MS. Pat Kern here. Pat's been volunteering at the bike checkout desk all weekend. Did, did both uh, yesterday and today, starting at 6 a.m., uh, kind of pulling the graveyard shift. Uh, so you've been volunteering quite a bit for MS Society. Right? Yeah, I over about 10, 12 years, I've been, I used to live in Arizona, so I volunteered there quite a bit. And then when I moved to North Carolina, I immediately sought out the MS Society and started volunteering. Where are you from originally? Raised in Northern California, but I pretty much claim North Carolina is home. Okay, and you do bike ride some, right? I bike ride quite a bit. Nothing of this caliber. I just like to spend 30 minutes to an hour riding in the mornings. So there's like two other major MS events that you'll be volunteering Yes, on the year, one right? in Ta- at Tanglewood and outside Winston-Salem and Clemens. Yeah. That's next weekend. And then in October they have the one in... Sunset Beach, North Carolina. Right. That breakaway to the beach is what it's called. 
right. and I always that's near my house, so I always go there because I can go to it for a moment night. Do you usually do the bike check-in? Or? I do a variety of things. They do I do that because most people don't want to be up at six o'clock in the morning, right. so I always do that. But I deliver lunches. I do a registration desk. I do volunteer registration. Uh, I do other any pretty much anything as needed. I see. So you've gotten to know the staff pretty well. Oh yeah, we're first name basis, and I say hi to each other. I also do quite a few of their walks. They usually have those in March, April. They have about twenty some walks in the Carolinas, so I work three or four of those for with them. All right. Well, I sure do appreciate you taking a, a minute here to uh, chat with us. Well, thank you. And podcasts a great thing. We need to have more things like that to get the word out. It's such a good group of folks. The writers are all fantastic. They're nice, personable, easy to get along with folks. I've never had any problems here. The staff is wonderful. I actually enjoy these weekends more than just volunteering. I look forward to seeing the bikers I know, the staff I know, and, and, and saying hi to everybody again. It is a nice group of people, and I think that's what brings us all back each year. That's a wrap for today's podcast from Newburn, North Carolina. And the Carolina Tar Wheels, this is George Mapp.